When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer, and every day we like to start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. We call it the three at 12.03. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. And here it is behind door number Okay, we need to talk about 30-year-old Michael Rotundo. Do we? Yeah. This is the 30-year-old son who was evicted by a judge from his parents' home. And uh, as you can imagine, the interview with a 30-year-old who refuses to leave his parents' home goes awkwardly. Let's have a listen to Michael Rotundo talking to CNN's Brooke Baldwin yesterday. Michael, welcome. Hi. 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 Uh... Hi. So let me, let, me, let me start with, you're 30. Uh, right. The simplest question, do you not want to find your own place? No. Why not? I don't want to live there anymore. I, you don't I, want to live I, with I your don't parents? Like with, no. Um, uh, it's not, it's, it's very tense, it's very awkward, it's, uh, we have to, um, you know, we have to share space, which, you know, may be the case with, with uh, where I would find myself afterwards, but um, I'd, I'd prefer to get out. I would consider uh, much of uh, what they were doing to try to get me out as a tax, and what I was trying to—I was just, uh, you know, res- mm. trying to preserve. Uh, well, trying to do what's best for me, which is just, you know, let's try to be a little more reasonable. You know, I'll—I'll I'll leave. I don't like living here. Was, oh was my he, god! Was he powering down in the middle of that sentence? Like, what happened? Well, it sounds exactly like I would imagine a thirty-year-old grown-ass man who doesn't know how to get out of his parents' home. Again, his parents' home, not his home. He's essentially a squatter, and he can't even figure out how to get out of his own parents' I... home, much less get out of an interview with CNN. So that was not a shocker to me, but also quite disturbing and delightful. I just have to say, like, it, but it, he's 30. That went on for way too long, meaning you got to lay the groundwork early to get your kids out the house. And I know I'm on the front end of this, so I sound judgy, but yeah, like, well, just wait till you're I having know. to kick your kids out at the age of, you know, because now all you parents and you're like, I love you. I don't want you to leave. Oh, I think think Bye. i will be behaving the same way my parents did which yeah. was you literally get three same months now i don't know though honey because people are doing it i don't care <laughs> people are doing, doing a lot it. of things that i'm not doing i can't no right. i won't well. be taking care of a 25 year old let alone or a 30 year old i mean come on that is insanity
Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Um, do you have plans on June 10th? What is June 10th even? Doesn't matter. Do you have plans that day? Because I'm about to give you some. I don't think so. The Family Feud episode with the Kardashians will air on that very day. But on Sunday? On June 10th. Weird. But a preview of that episode has been released, and here's what it sounds like. Name a reason you think Steve Harvey's a good kisser. Lips. I'm here to win, bro. I'm here to win. <laughs> it's Kanye. Who is this next to you? You want to introduce? Kim and the Kardashians kicking off an all-new season of Celebrity Family Feud. We'll see how it is. Not today, Kim. I got a feeling when this game over, it ain't going to be over. <laughs> It all starts Sunday, June 10th, part of Sunday Fun and Games on ABC. Gotta have a few. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that just I'm sound like a laugh that. a minute? Are you watch that? I mean, this is one of those things where I want to say, no, I'm not going to watch it, but I'm I probably going to watch, watch it. for the train wreck purposes and, you know, for research purposes for our job. But, like, I would not go out of my way in a normal given day to watch Family Feud, much less with these yahoos. Now, did you catch the fact that it is not the Kardashians against... Like another celebrity reality family. It's against themselves. It's Kanye's oh, family no. against the Kardashians. And Kim oh. is on Kanye's side. Mm. So it's Kanye and Kim and his family members. Weird. Against like Chris Jenner, etc. Probably because they didn't want to work with any other family or vice versa. Right. Because they can't like, like accidentally divulge well, their else, secrets. Who else would they? Yeah. It had to be completely filmed mm-hmm. inside Kanye West's home. Mm-hmm. So anyway, June 10th, that is coming right at you. Also that it's on a Sunday. I wonder if it's prime time. I think, yeah, it is. That's weird. The family, yeah. Because they don't normally show prime time family feud, do they? Isn't that like an evening, like a five o'clock experience or something? Uh, No, not these days. These days? Yeah. These days. It'll be uh, Sunday, June 10th on ABC. All right. Oh, by the way, also I should, I have to mention this. It is a one hour long episode. So, set aside some time. That's exciting. All right. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Okay. We're going to peel back the curtain a little bit here in Radioland. Now, you guys hear us play clips of audio every day. The three things you need to know before you get about your day. Well, occasionally, um, the place we go to get that audio offers up some delightful tidbits. Does it not, Colleen? Yeah. And we mm-hmm. call those, actually, we don't call them anything, but the 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 uh, thing that we go to, it's a website where, you know, fabulous, you know, radio professionals like ourselves find all this magic stuff. It's a subscription service, so yeah. you can't, you know, surf the web to find it yourself. No, it's not something that you, you know, plebeian uh, nobodies have access to. Only radio professionals <laughs> are entrusted with this audio resource. But so you know it's going to be good. In addition to the the top stories of the day, occasionally <laughs> there is something made available to us called original audio, original comedy. Oh, I'm sorry, original yeah. comedy. Yeah, and original comedy is always bad, not funny, and usually inappropriate, and very many times offensive. And one of the games we like to play behind the scenes is let's listen to this piece of original comedy. And laugh ourselves silly. Today we thought we would give you that pleasure because we're done enjoying it alone. So Colleen, set this clip up, please. Oh, so you know there's a new Han Solo movie? Yeah. Well, the original comedians 
have decided to reimagine that movie as if it were called Hand Solo. And uh, just sit with that for a moment. Uh, Literally. Yeah. Uh, And I will apologize in advance in advance for all of this. It's the Star Wars movie you'll want to see alone. Get ready for Hand Solo. You'll be traveling through the Astroglide to the planet Onanism. Communicating with Red Leader One. You'll be unsheathing the Meat Saber and polishing Vader's helmet. The Force will be with you. Perform the Jedi hand trick, you will. Mm. And jumping to delight speed as you groom the Wookiee. Firing the Death Star, Hand Solo. Coming soon to the autoerotic Skinaplex. That was not us. We did not produce that. No. no. We had no hand in that. That came from this prep service that we use. And we just wanted you to appreciate, like, there are literally ones that are so offensive, I can't even tell you about them. Right, so if you found that to be <laughs> offensive, you need to understand that there is something, somebody out there trying to produce content for radio yeah, people like getting, us. Somebody got paid to talk about unsheathing the meat saber. <laughs> <laughs> Grooming the Wookiee. <laughs> like, that is... I mean... It's like it America usually, do better. I will say usually the theme of any original comedy, again, if you're just joining us, three pieces of audio that you need to hear to get about your day. The thing that we shared with you just moments ago was a piece of, quote, original comedy. And the theme of all this original comedy is usually sort of of the smell of like a 16 year old boy's bedroom. Do you know what I right. mean? Like you get the whiff right. of um yeah, of puberty. Yeah, like a, like a group, a young group of boys who had to put down <laughs> the Dungeons and Dragons Han for a Solo, minute to write a it. funny sketch. Astro group glide So anyway, That's we just that. thought you were adult enough, and you've been good listeners enough to appreciate a little behind the scenes action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get it. Behind the scenes. <laughs> okay, now anyway. we will agree to never, ever do that again. Never. No, we'll do that again if it's really bad. And inappropriate to air. you remember the Kim Jong-un I can't one? even talk oh. about it. The one, was, there were like, there was, that was a series, Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't share that with they you guys. some guy pretending to be Kim Jong-un. No. It was not a Korean no. person. No. No. Mm-mm. It was not. No. On that note. Guess what? What? We have a dirt alert coming up next. All the dirt from Hollywood that's fit to air. And today it is Elizabeth Reese, correct? Yes. Yes. Elizabeth Reese will be yes, bringing the dirt queen. in for you with a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with the dirt and all kinds of other stuff. Just all sorts of little oh information that I bring to you, my I friends. Um, let's talk about Morgan Freeman. This oh, is the God. biggest story. Oh, here today. we go again. Eight it started, women. It all started with grandpa feelings. Yeah, boy, I don't oh, know. It didn't end with grandpa feelings. Mm-mm. Eight women have now accused famous actor Morgan Freeman of harassment and inappropriate behavior. 
alleging that he touched them inappropriately and made suggestive comments about their appearance. This is a big-time bombshell report coming from CNN. The network interviewed 16 people who describe a pattern of inappropriate behavior by Morgan Freeman, who is now 80 years old, on set while promoting his movies and also at his production company. Seven of them are describing an environment at the company that included harassment or inappropriate behavior. One... Um, incident was allegedly witnessed by Lori McCreary, who's the co-founder of their uh, production company, and another in which he made demeaning comments to her in a public setting. Mm. Uh, there's a woman who um, was a young pr- production assistant who worked on Going in Style. It was a movie in 2015 that clearly did not get a lot of attention because I don't are, think I've ever even heard of what? it. Um, it starred Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, and Alan Arkin. She says that she was harassed for several months. She alleged that Morgan Freeman subjected her to unwanted touching and comments about her figure and clothing almost every day, and that he would place his hand on her lower back or rub her lower back. Okay. In one case, she said he kept trying to lift up her skirt and asking oh, okay. if she was wearing underwear, okay. but never succeeded in doing so because she would move away. And eventually, Alan Arkin made a comment telling him to stop and Morgan got freaked out and didn't know what to say. Because somebody caught him. Because somebody caught him and called him out on it. Um, apparently, this behavior allegedly also took place on other movie sets, sources called told CNN. So there have been descriptions again. of other. Doesn't happen in a <sighs> vacuum. Yeah, it, yeah. One person does not behave that way once. What's well, interesting is that it also not, then... It not be seen as right, well. Exactly. And it extends to journalists. One of... Um, there are entertainment reporters who said that Freeman made inappropriate remarks to them during press junkets. One of them is a CNN reporter who co-authored the network's expose. She said that he made inappropriate comments to her about her pregnancy. Um, she was six months pregnant. She says that Morgan Freeman told her, I wish I was there. What? As he ogled her while cameras were recording. Morgan Freeman, for his part, says anyone who knows me or has worked with me knows I am not someone who would intentionally offend or knowingly make anyone feel uneasy. Turns out that's not true because a bunch of people you worked with just said you did. Said you did. I (laughs) apologize to anyone who felt uncomfortable or disrespected. That was never my intent is what Morgan Freeman said in a statement to the Post. I know, guys. I mean, I don't know. Here we go again. I'm not even expecting you to say anything because yeah, at this I mean, point, what, what else do you yeah. have to say? But yeah. here, I, I think you here's what you do actually say. You just restate. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts what we always say, which is because I think people will hear this and go, this has gotten so out of control with all of these things. He just said some nice things to some ladies. 
if that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oftentimes in a workplace that would be considered illegal behavior, mm-hmm. right? Grounds for, you know, Dismissal. getting your job canned. Yep. And it's not saying you have to burn uh, Morgan Freeman at the stake, but he needs to be accountable for his behavior. And he clearly, from his apology, does not appreciate that something happened Mm -hmm. that was not just rude or crude, but Mm -hmm. inappropriate. Mm -hmm. And until he can maybe atone for that in some way, whether it's with the law Mm -hmm. or his words. Right. Um, or actions otherwise. There's so few of these guys, though, who are really getting it, though, that they're really getting it, that what they did was really wrong. And I don't know who is. I'm just trying to think of who's really getting it. I mean, Matt Lauer is clearly not getting it from his statements, right? Right. Harvey Weinstein, obviously so far from getting it that it's like just, I mean, you just feel like, are you as dumb as a rock? How do you not get this? I mean, I just don't There's know. There's nobody that we've heard from really. Who that is seems really to be standing it. up and taking response? I mean, would you, I, you? One might say Al Franken is the only one who maybe has. I mean, I don't know. And then when you think about like the magnitude of some of these other situations, but even he got he got it in the sense that he resigned from his job, right? However, I don't know that the way he talked about the situation. It definitely the first apology he, wasn't. The second yeah. one, I think maybe he was a little bit more. You know who I I look to who I I think has handled this probably the best is Louis C.K. Yeah, I mean he almost yeah. immediately said I did all this. I did yeah. that yeah. and it was and I'm understanding now how completely disgusting that was and I'm and, gross and I'm gross yeah. and I'm going to go away for a minute and a half yeah and I'm going to think about this and I'm going to try to get some help and then and then you know and we haven't heard hide nor hear from him since yeah you might be making I really point. do feel like he has been the one that has handled this with the most grace um after having really committed some disgusting acts mm-hmm. yeah and or maybe- at least I'm and I don't care like I don't know I guess the point I would want to make is just like um just don't make it worse. Right. Right. And right. so many of these statements make it worse mm-hmm. because it tries because to Because like, there's any kind of justification. In a, in a, thought that I was doing something inappropriate. Yeah. I'm sorry. Again, this is a new slash, you guys. Yeah. If I'm sorry if you thought this, that's not, not an, an apology. apology. No, it's that's I realize what, what I did was wrong. Is. And I am sorry for that. I am sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you say if or but after a sorry, that right. negates the sorry. Then that's it. Yeah. You're totally right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just in life. I'm mm-hmm. sorry is a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, also a complete sentence. True. <laughs> True that. Good talk. Friends. Yes. Yeah. So this is kind of funny. Time. You know, when you look at photos and particularly, I think, of major events in your life and you can remember what was really going on when that photo was taken. Uh, Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan were exhausted oh. in the wedding photo where they were sitting on the stairs together mm-hmm. that we just are like loving this photo. I so love much. that photo. The photographer says that they were just absolutely exhausted and um, they did the family shots. Then they all went to the reception and then they went to the Rose Garden to take some quick, intimate shots. And they said they had three and a half minutes to take some pictures because everything was like clockwork. And it was just one of those magical moments when you're a photographer and everything falls into place. So it was just like beautiful. Um, but they were so tired. I want I like I love that. And they were joking about how tired they were. I bet they were. And I bet like it was a moment of real. Yeah. And the photographer was a, a decent enough photographer to catch that moment mm-hmm. and I want it on my wall. Like I really I, I love that picture so much. No, I love it. Yes. It's so fantastic. Yeah. Uh Victoria Beckham revealing that the royal wedding was the best day. Gushing about Megan's Did dress. she accidentally crack a smile? She, I, mean. I think she did when she thought about it later. Yeah. David Beckham looked like he was having full delight 
with um, Bishop Michael Curry's message. And Victoria was just so hunched over in her dark clothing mm-hmm. that I couldn't even see her face. Feeling very morose. So and know. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow reflecting on her relationship with her ex, Ben Affleck. She says he was very much a lesson. Mm. What does that mean? Howard Stern was talking. What was the lesson? Um, well, she said, um, so Howard Stern was talking to her. He said, how did you know not to marry him? You were never in love with him. They dated on and off from 1997 to 2000. She says, it's interesting. I think there are certain boyfriends where you were trying to work stuff out, right? Like you're trying to heal certain stuff from your childhood. Mm-hmm. And he was very much a lesson in that way. And then he said, um, she says, I'm not sure exactly what I was trying to heal in that instance, but he was, you know, it was specific. She just doesn't want to say. Oh, she'll say someday. Don't worry about it. Someday it'll be goopified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. Thanks, Fine. friends. Next Dirt Alert will happen at 520. You can catch Elizabeth on Twin Cities Live on 5 Eyewitness News at 3 o'clock. Now, when we come back, we need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. We're going to give it 30 seconds to answer five questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trader. We call it the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today and what are they playing for? We've got Heather on the line. And Holly, what's Heather playing for today? A My Talk 1071 summer swag bag. Hi, Heather. The timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. You ready? Ready. Here we go. The original Queer Eye show aired on what network? ABC? No. CBS? Nope. Fox? Nope. Nope. CW? Nope. Oh, geez. Uh, what's uh, Bravo? Kim and Kanye are celebrating how many years of marriage today? Four. Blythe Danner is the mother of which celebrity? Uh, Pass. Rebel Wilson is from what country? Canada. Nope. The UK. Nope. Australia. Yes. You did not get them all today. Sorry, girl. You can try again tomorrow. We do it every day at the tw- at the twelve thirty. Why does it smell like fried chicken in here? Do you smell fried chicken? No. What? I've been smelling fried chicken. I'm telling you, it's in the building. Go on. It is the thirty second pop culture challenge. Let's go back and answer the questions she did not get correct. Uh, she got the uh, Beaver Bravo one, and then. Uh, Blythe Danner is the mother of which celebrity? Gwyneth Paltrow. And Rebel, she got the Rebel Wilsons from Australia. Yes. The Sixth Sense is a. Uh, the Sixth Sense is the debut movie of which director? M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Uh, and now that we've done the 30 second pop culture challenge, we'd like to move over here and do some. Blind items that Holly has collected for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. We sure do like to solve some blind items from crazydaysandnights.net. Our first blind item from that very website has to do with a former A-plus list mostly movie actress turned A-list actress slash part-time director. Oh, geez, so So much. Consider that this person is an A-list actress slash part-time director. Okay. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's your blind item. Mm-hmm. This former A plus list, mostly movie actress turned A list actress slash part time director has been forced to leave her kids alone or fly in her lover on a private jet since our actress can't leave the country without her kids. Angelina. Oh, yeah. Jolie. Now, uh, didn't we, wasn't there a blind item recently about her that she was uh, a witch? No, well, she plays one in the movies. Uh, that she was doing things with uh, her nanny. Wasn't that her? Her nanny? Yes, I the nanny of that. her children. I think so. Yes, there was a blind item about her. So she must have moved on from the nanny is all I'm saying. Or another blind item I think we've covered regarding Angelina Jolie is that she is seeing someone over in the UK. That's also correct. Correct. Perhaps yes. a member of the United Nations. Mm-hmm. He is someone who is not a celebrity. But mm. she definitely has lovers. Mm. Mm. International lovers. Okay. The way is, you're talking about it's kind of creepy. Is that me a out. flavor of coffee? Yes. International lovers. <laughs> nope. With Angelina Jolie. No. Yum. Let's, Yum. Let's move Barf. on. Blinded by the idol. We have an A list comic to consider. Mm-hmm. An A list comic in our next blind item from Crazy Days and Nights.net. Mm-hmm. This A-list comic actress is a relative newly wed, and her marriage is already on the rocks. Amy oh. Schumer. I, but I just loved how you were like, mm-hmm. because I had just oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. She had that look, you guys, on her face. Did that you was just like, read an article about how Amy and her new husband are so very, very happy and deeply in love? Isn't every article like that? Yeah, that's yes. true. They have all the sass. They are so in love. She promises that they'll always have the cess because they're so in love. You know what I know? She probably shouldn't be married. Why? Because she just seems like the kind of person, and I think this is totally acceptable, who shouldn't be married because she's probably a hot mess. She's probably just one of those people who like wants to be her own thing. Mm-hmm. And like a traditional relationship like that, a marriage that is, Especially when you're a celebrity, you're confined even more. Probably just really rankles her in some way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just my, you know, armchair opinion. Well, and not to mention the fact that, like, this all happened really quickly. So, it, you know, they weren't even dating a year, I feel like. Yeah. It's one of those times when you go to a friend's wedding and you look at the bride and the groom or the bride and the bride and the groom and the groom. Uh-huh. And you say, mm, What's the over-under on this one? Yeah. But you don't say it out loud because you want to be polite oh, and love I've is said, real I've and actually, true love lasts forever. I've said it out loud at a wedding before. Uh, okay. Didn't last. Good. You called it. Well. Wow. <sighs> yeah. not, not a proud moment. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. We have to consider a former almost A-list actress turned drug addict oh, turned God. actress. What? That's a thing? That's a thing. According to crazydaysandnights.net, here's your blind item. Seeing the success of this former teen actor, this former almost A-list actress turned drug addict turned actress is trying to get on the making of a movie about the Me Too movement and to get some of your money. If what she says is true, she is asking for about 10 times what she needs. You figure out where the rest will go. Now, I don't have that, um, you know, look on my face. That I like really know what I'm saying right now, but mm-hmm. it it's not Rose McGowan, is it? No. Oh, uh, Colleen, what's your answer? 
You know, I'm. Are we also trying to figure out who the former teen actor is? We could also figure that out as okay. well. So we'll throw in the former teen actor, okay. and there is two okay. people in this blind okay. item. The former almost a minus list actress turned drug addict turned actress. Did we know she was a drug addict? Oh, wait a minute. Is it um, Natasha Leone? Okay. What, what even is a no. Natasha Leone? I don't know that she was. Well, she's in. She's in some stuff right now. She's been in um, Orange Is the New Black. Like but before that, her. she did uh, like the American Pie movies. Um, um, former almost a minus list actress that clearly went off our radar when she had a drug problem. So. Well, and I don't think that this person has ever really gone off of our radar. Now, again, we're only speculating the comment section on Crazy Days and Nights.net, so I don't have a real answer for you. Uh, is it Lindsay Lohan? Oh, duh. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she has a new acting gig. Apparently, she's going to be in the sequel to the Disney Channel That's original right. movie Life Size with Tyra Banks. Yep. So she's acting again. Acting! Who, now, here's what I want to know. Who is the success, the, seeing the su- success of this former teen actor? Now, think of a former teen actor mm-hmm. who solicited and raised a lot of money in order to um, Corey Feldman. Yeah. Okay. I, that's what threw me off because what is, what did he do? That was successful. He raised a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah, I guess he raised money and that's what this blind item is saying. So let me fill it in for you. Mm -hmm. So seeing the success of Corey Feldman, Lindsay Lohan is trying to get on the making of a movie about me too. And to get some of your money. If what she says is true, she's asking for about 10 times what she needs. You figure out where the rest will go. So she's saying, I'll make a movie Mm -hmm. and tell you what I know. If you give me enough money, God, she's a terrible person. Basically now Mm -hmm. just a blind item, just speculation. Please, that's that what we bo- do, that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to, we got a bonus fourth blind item. Now this one, I will say the comment section of crazydaysandnights.net has um, two or three names that we need to consider. Okay. With okay. this A-plus list, mostly movie director, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the subject of our blind item. Okay. This A-plus list, mostly movie director was supposed to have a very big project on his plate. He will have it no longer because of an explosive claim about to be made regarding the director and a sexual assault. Hmm. Oh, God. I hope it's not Steven Spielberg. Uh, no. Because there have been rumors. Um, On Crazy Days and Nights.net. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Ron Howard? Oh, that one would destroy. No. Is it going to destroy us? No. No. Both of these people who are most frequently cited in the comment section of crazydaysandnights.net. Sometimes they don't have the best stories about them in the public eye. James Cameron? Uh, No. But that was a good guess. This, I would say... Woody Allen? Uh, No. What were you going to say? You were going to give us a... Uh, Give you a little bit of a clue. George Clooney? Oh, no. Uh, This person, uh, one of the people is definitely known as a a auteur. And he is... mm -hmm. Quentin Tarantino. Oh. Yeah. Gross. The other person named in the comment section would be Michael Bay. Oh. Do Do you ever wonder why Quentin Tarantino was so vociferous? And speaking out about me too. I guess yes. 
now I do. Well, remember when Uma Thurman yeah. earlier this year told a story about what went on on the set of Kill Bill, mm-hmm. basically saying that Quentin Tarantino put her in a dangerous, compromising position while... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Performing a stunt for that movie mm-hmm. and said that he really didn't care. The two of them had a falling out back in the early 2000s as a result. Now, we don't know what this report is going to be about Quentin Tarantino or could be Michael Bay. However, Quentin Tarantino is lined up perhaps to be a director for a new Star Trek movie. Interesting. He maybe or maybe not won't have I that also, job anymore. Did huh. you, say, you said Star Trek, right? Yes. You said Quentin Tarantino, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Confirmed. You said Quentin Tarantino, yes? <laughs> that is correct. And then you finished talking, correct? Correct. I rest you may my continue. case. <laughs> Guilty. Uh, but it also could be Michael Bay. There were yeah. stories of him. Remember, uh, there were stories about director Michael Bay. He's responsible for the Transformers movie. Ish. And his relationship with the film's star, Megan Fox, was not uh, one that was very good. I, I My understanding of Michael Bay is that he's kind of a terror on set. But yeah. people regard him as a genius, which is seriously the... Can I ask a question? Uh-huh. Why did geniuses get to be D-bags? That's okay. Well, I'm glad you just asked that because we're actually going to get to that in the third did I hour not of the show just, today. Yes, we are. Did I not just say over lunch, Holly? There is no level of talent or intelligence that allows you to be a raging, you know well, what? Apparently, that's not true. Well, I know, and that's the problem. We need to make changes, America. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Ooh, okay, speaking of D-bags, Harvey Weinstein. Now, Gwyneth is talking about what actually went on between Harvey Weinstein and Brad Pitt Mm -hmm. when he found out how Harvey Weinstein was treating Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. Mm, And it's going to change your life forever. Oh, it's giving Bradley feels. We'll hear about Bradley's feels after this on My Talk 107.1. The new Bachelorette, Becca. Do the damn thing. Yeah. It's hot. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow is talking, and she's telling exactly what went down when Brad Pitt learned of Harvey Weinstein's disgusting, nasty ways. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Bradley Trainer has feels. I do. I'm very conflicted about this article, so I want to get your opinion on this. So, as you explained, Gwyneth Paltrow, she's talking. In fact, uh, Elizabeth Reese referenced this interview she did with Howard Howard Stern um, when she was a guest. And in it, she talks about uh, a time her ex, her then partner, Brad Pitt, threatened to, quote, kill Harvey Weinstein. So I think, you know, the story is like, oh, look at Brad Pitt, knight in shining armor. He came in and saved Gwyneth Paltrow by threatening to kill the horrible, beastly Harvey Weinstein. Okay, so that like is a good narrative, It reads right? like a fairy tale, for sure. Basically. But I'm kind of grossed out by that statement or that notion. Like, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, she was so proud of her man for defending her virtue, which I just think is kind of gross. 
Okay, wait, which part of it? That she's happy that that he stood up for her? Yeah, that he like threat like he her man threatened to kill another man. Like that just seems so like like she doesn't need you don't need your right. boyfriend to step in and threaten the life of the guy who's doing the th- you know who made a pass at her. Like I get it. Yeah. What she's saying and again it's a narrative I think that a lot of people, you know, would think, "Oh, that's so adorable." But there's something just about it that seems a little sexist. And it is also it feels like the storyline that's created for her to tell her story because take it one step further, okay? Do you have any reason to believe that Harvey Weinstein was afraid of a little Brad Pitt? No. You see what I mean? The man who could destroy and and did destroy the careers of people who didn't behave the yeah. way he wanted and them like to. And like somehow if you're, you know, Brad Pitt and you stand up like she was able to fend off Harvey Weinstein because she had this, you know, again, I know people are going to be like, you're thinking about this too much, but honestly, that's what we do. I, that's what I do for a living (laughs) is I read it and I go, Hmm, that's interesting. Everybody's going to, I think the reaction that, you know, USA today and everybody else wants to get out of the story is like, Oh, Brad Penn, he's adorable. And he saved my lady, lady virtue, which is what makes me wonder if there wasn't some sort of, conversation behind the scenes also between his people and her people to get involved in that story to make him look good because he didn't look so good for a little while also that is like some weird like and i know we're a little predisposed to you know poke a finger at in the direction of gwyneth paltrow and yell names but that also is like well good for you but like what did you do to like prevent that from happening to other women Nothing. I, that's the part that makes me upset about it. And again, that's yeah. victim shaming, blah, blah. I'm going to get an email. That's fine. But but that's why I just I, it, like it just didn't settle. Right. Delightfully with me. Well, maybe and, I'm looking a little too hard at something. But and if that story is true, she's not the only one, you know, then who would have known this about Harvey Weinstein. Brad Pitt would have also known. In other words, everybody is sort of implicated in that uh, in, in some way, because if if Brad Pitt did confront Harvey Weinstein in the way that the lore says he did, then Brad Pitt would know that he had committed acts like that, and he remained quiet. Yeah. Right? Um, Harvey Weinstein, who could have easily destroyed the career of Brad Pitt, apparently was afraid enough to stand down. It's It's just an odd story. Everything about it is a little bit... Well, and also Harvey Weinstein, you know, had a company that basically went and destroyed the careers of people who tried to get in his way, whether they were male or female. Yeah. It just seems a little too pat that like night and, you know, like fair skinned Gwyneth Paltrow with, you know, her Shakespeare in love, you know, frilly top uh, damsel in distress Mm -hmm. is saved by the, you know, ever handsome and dashing Brad Pitt. Right. Right. This is why I think there was something there literally was some sort of PR rehab conversation yeah. happening I, behind I the scenes. Be you and know she's why? Like, she's like, uh, did a solid for you, Pitt. Yeah. Pitsky. You know why? Braddy. What? Nothing is real. And everybody smokes. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. That's yeah. got to be our state fair shirt. Please. Yeah, it will be. We'll make it happen okay. for sure. Um. So did she how did she, did she go on and on about this or how did 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 I almost called interview. him Harry Potter? His name is not Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. Howard Stern uh, is now doing interviews. Did He's Howard got a really popular radio show on satellite? 
Um, no. So he asked her to talk about this particular incident because you'll remember, I mean, and she's been kind of mum on this. Yeah. Has talked about it a little bit, but she wasn't the first to come out and share her story. Um, and of course, uh, as anyway, she was talking to Howard Stern on Wednesday and she said, quote, well, we had a we had one instance in a hotel room because remember, the thing you also have to remember in the telling before I get to the telling of the story is that the 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 rumor is that she indulged Harvey Weinstein yeah. to get ahead. Yes. And that her Shakespeare and love moment was directly related to. Um, indulging Harvey Weinstein, and that's what whether earned or not her an Oscar. True, you yeah. just have to like know, just take that into account. Mm-hmm. And then when you hear, "quote We had one instance in a hotel room where she made where he made a pass at me," which seems so delightfully perfectly uh, a story to tell because if it happens just once, you could write it off as like he's just being weird, mm-hmm. right? And then I didn't know this was a pattern and I didn't know that this was a, a, a deeper problem that affected other people. It very carefully protects her. Anyway, we had one instance in a hotel room where, she, where he made a pass at me. Um, it was out of the blue. She says she was blindsided. She then allegedly tells Brad Pitt about it uh, right away, quote, right away. And, quote, it was like the equivalent of throwing him against the wall, she remembered of Pitt's stance. Brad said, if you ever make her feel uncomfortable again, I'll kill you or something like that. This allegedly took place uh, at the um, Broadway opening of Hamlet. 